We must defeat tomorrow. You are listening to Lifer House, House Podcast. Podcast. We are back with another episode, man. I hope everybody is doing good today. Hope today is going great. Remember, whatever you're going through today, just get through it. You got to defeat tomorrow and keep it pushing, man. No matter what you got going on, there's always a will. There's a way, man. So today we got another guest on the podcast, Miss Anisha B., hello, the hello. owner of R&B Wine Tasting, correct? Yeah, correct. Yes, man. Yes, man. So just um, let me get started. Just introduce yourself to the listeners and tell them where you're from. Uh, how did you kind of get to where you're at now? And just a little backstory of, of who you are. So just give me a little origin story. Okay. Well, my name is Anisha B., of course. Um, I'm from Queens, New York. Up top. Um, went to school, right. <laughs> went to school at Albany State. Albany you know, State. <laughs> um, so how I got started, let's see. Um, so I work at a country club now in mm. Buckhead. Um, I've been there for about six years. And I think I was serving for maybe all about five. Mm. And so I just really got introduced into this whole era of wine um, through the country club. Because mm. that's all they do is just drink wine all day. Mm, so one day I just nice. seen it is I'll, like that's the life I'm trying to live. So <laughs> that's the people you got to surround yourself with. You right, you right. So um, one day the head psalm there, you know, she was just walking around, she's just doing her thing, and I'm like, dang, like I want to get paid to drink all day. Like I mm. literally manifested that into my life. That's how you so, do it. You know, so I tried yeah. to apply for the position there about maybe two and a half years. So ago. what was the position called? You just... It's a wine steward. Oh, wine steward. It's a wine steward. I gotta get savvy with the terms here. I'm no, I'm gonna get you right. right. I'm gonna cool, get you cool, right. Cool, cool, cool. So, um, she's a wine steward. So I applied for her position because she moved um, to another department, like upstairs, mm-hmm. and I didn't get it. That was about two and a half years ago. So I was like, you know, you go through your little discouragements and, yeah. you know, whatever. So I went through that. So I say maybe two and a half years later, which was actually a couple of months ago, the other head psalm, he was like, oh, senorita, you know, <laughs> you need to come in and apply for the position. It's so I'm like, no. Senorita. I'm like, no. Yeah, he was Italian. Okay. But, you know, that's kind of Spanish, whatever you <laughs> yeah. want to say. I'm trying to get the accent, right? But um, I told him no. I was like, no, I don't want to apply for it because I already went through that emotional roller coaster of getting mm. denied the first time. So he asked me for like a month straight, like, come on, apply for it, apply for it, apply for it. I was like, no. Every mm. single day, every, the whole month, I was like, no, I don't want to do it. No, he wanted you a nice spot. He did. Mm. So the last, the very last day that he asked me, he was like, what are you scared of? Like, why don't you want to do it? And I'm like, no, like, I just don't want to do it. He was mm. like, what's it going to hurt? So I'm like, okay, I'm going to apply for it. Like, don't worry about it. So I applied for it. Mm. They didn't really want me to have it, but they oh, gave it to me man. anyway. They gave it to <laughs> me anyway, you know. And then after that, it was just a wrap. Like, we have a new advanced song. Mm-hmm. Um now his name is June, and my other mentor Snez. Shout out to them. Okay, you know they've okay. been taking gotta me. Give the shots out. Gotta give the shots out. They've yeah. been taking me under their wings and like really molding me into the psalm that I want to be. Mm-hmm. So um, with um with wine, did you already have an interest for it? not not just out occasionally drinking it, but as far as learning more about it and digging into how wine is made? Was it already there, or like you say, from that country club? That's where it kind of sparked. Well, that's really where it sparked at. You know, mm. of course, you know, Albany's a park school. So, you know, yeah, that's all we did was drink. So, yeah, you know what I'm saying? All we did was drink for real. So, you know, that was <laughs> yeah. all that was in my head. I'm like, yeah, like I'm, I'm trying to get paid to drink, like uh-huh. I said. So, it was that exciting enough to where I came into a new realm and I was like, dang, like this is way more interesting than I thought it would be. Like, mm. Because wine is a lot more complicated than people really think it is. Yeah, like, see, I don't know much about wine besides, like for me, I like wine for the purpose of, I don't, I really don't drink, I drink liquor, but mm. I say I'm a social drinker when it comes to liquor and yeah. it's just pretty much straight brown. But wine, I like that better because anytime I drink liquor, I either have a hangover the next morning, right. uh, 
just get too crazy drunk with yeah. wine. I don't experience none of that. And it's a it's a smoother taste as well because you got so many different flavors. But that's how I'm with um with the wine. So as far as like you say, there's so much more about wine. So just give some facts or whatever that people may not know of, of what you learned over the time in that position about about wine. I mean, it, it's so many things mm. I could just. Yeah, just throw go some off yeah, of. Go I ahead. mean, <laughs> it's it's so many countries, like especially when they go to like New World and Old World. Like when they talk about Old World wines, they're talking about like France and mm. you know countries overseas and stuff like that. But mm. when they talk about New World, they're talking about California, you know, United States wines, Washington, mm. like things like that. So meaning because like wine kind of migrated itself here, that's why right. And the then New World. they also go um, basically off of like tradition. Like, mm-hmm. France kind of goes off of, like, tradition. United States, they're kind of just throwing stuff together. See, that's what I, I think like about France and stuff. When I'm thinking about wine. I think about those type of settings, France, mm-hmm. Italy, and all that type And it's stuff. so crazy because it's like, it, it even goes down to, like, the vintage on the bottle. Like, you'll see 2017. And, mm-hmm. like, maybe you'll see, like, an old wine, like, maybe 2001. Mm-hmm. And it could be, like, 200 300 $400. And people would mm-hmm. be like, why is it so much? But isn't the thing saying, like, the older the wine, the better it is? The better it is. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of wines need to be aged. But mm-hmm. also, at the same time, you may get a 2001 wine, and it just has a completely different story to it. Like, every vintage had a different crazy. season. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so every vintage tastes different. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's, it's, it's more interesting than you really think it is. Like, yeah, once you crazy. really get down... To the studies of it. So, so like when you say as far as so the vintage of the wine is just like you saying the age of it. How old is mm-hmm. that? Is like that, the that? age on the bottle. Okay, like this well, one is 2017. So, this would be what three years old. Mm, so, if you had that in maybe like a 2001, it would taste totally different than what it does now. Or I mean, well, seeing that this is a reasoning, reasoning is really not supposed to be aged like that. Mm-hmm. They really aged like cabernets and merlots oh, and stuff like what? that, like red wines. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's what I'm saying. So, it's, what is your favorite uh, type of wine? As far wine? as first, as far as red or white, which one you like more, red or white? I like red. Same here. I like red wine. Sweet um, red or is like a. Um... See, that's that's another thing that I hate. I hate when people say sweet red. So it's literally right? yeah. no such thing as a sweet red. So why do they put it on the bottles? Because it's cheap. Mm. It's from Walmart. It's See, bulk you wine. She, you know? Out you okay. feel me? It's bulk wine. Yeah. So people be like, oh, I like sweet reds. I'm like, okay, I'll tell you a story. I used mm. to work at City Winery in Pond mm. City Market. And we used to have shows all the time and people would come in and be like, oh, I want a sweet red. And I'd be like, there's, there's no such thing mm. as a sweet red. Like, can you look at the that. list and... Let me know which, you know, I can give you a taste, but you know, black people, oh, can I get a taste of this, 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 yeah, this? I'd be like, yeah. no, bro. Like, I'm not, I'm <laughs> not doing all of that. Like, samples, you know, yeah. <laughs> I'll get you two samples, but I'm not getting you three. Like, yeah. you're tripping. But I mean, I just had to let them know, but they'll always catch attitudes. Like, what do you mm. mean there's no such thing as a sweet red? Like, what are you talking about? Like, I never knew don't that. come anywhere trying to act bougie if you don't really know what it is. Like, right. So I, I never knew that the sweet red wasn't a thing. So I, I mean, I see it, um, I think it was on a, maybe a cruise or something. They even had it on there, but they can still get cheat wine on the cruise as well. But <laughs> that's, okay. that's crazy. So you say you like red over white. So what is your favorite red wine? I like Pinot Noirs. Mm. I like Pinot Noirs. And I'll give you a region, an example. I like Russian River Valley because... They're a lot more, it's kind of like a cooler region per se. So mm. it's kind of like you get those very fruity reds. That's what you would say. Instead of sweet reds, mm. you no, have no, fruit fruity. forward hey, I'm about to go red. To okay. red. Do you have a very fruit forward red? Like, okay. you know what I'm saying? So I'm going to get you right on the vocabulary. Oh, yeah. So I'll you say, say things like it. that. Yeah, fruit forward so red. So Pinot Noirs <laughs> are always going to be very fruit forward. Mm. But once you get to a cooler climate, you're going to get that. That more fruity, like raspberries and strawberries and stuff. And when like you're that. saying that, you're saying as far as like whenever the wine is produced or the grapes from the wine, like the temperature of where it's grown and mm-hmm. the climate the change, climate and all change. that stuff really it hinders that growth. Like everything 
the climate, the wind, the the sun, all of that goes into these grapes. Oh, man. So that matters where they plant it. That's why sometimes it depends on, like, maybe in France, like, if you see a wine that's very, very expensive, like, that particular region was probably very small, mm-hmm. and it had very good soil, and it had good climate, and it had good weather. Like, all of that right there probably came mm. into play when they were making that wine. See, not saying I can't relate, but, like, when you say things like soil, I hear that a lot in of course, when you're growing foods and so I know that plays a good part. When mm-hmm. it's like the wind and mm-hmm. that, that's that's crazy. So if you had to choose a, a white wine, what would be your favorite white wine? My favorite white wine, I'm going with a Sauvignon Blanc. And I'm going with what? that, you know, Sauvignon Blanc. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I'm going with that and I'm going with that saying um, probably one from like New Zealand. Like mm. one that we have <laughs> at work is called Kim Crawford, which everybody loves Kim Crawford. You gotta come out there. But you, you want to come out. You there. have to. Well, yeah. it's a private club, so you. Know I, mean? I, I might can sneak you in. Okay, okay, okay. I ain't gonna tell nobody. Yeah. <laughs> kind of told the world, but you know, don't worry about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, he's not my friend, guys. If he comes right. up there, anyway. <laughs> but um, New Zealand has a, a cooler climate, so you're gonna get a lot of acidity. You're gonna get lemons, limes, grapefruits. Like I should have brought you a Sauvignon Blanc from. New yeah, South. man. I should have uh, brought uh, you we, one. We gonna, I brought you a Riesling though. So. You're gonna come back again. Trust me. We're gonna do that. That's good. So. So you got a favorite. Your favorite is red and white. You like the how you say it again? Sauvignon. Sauvignon. Blanc. Blanc. Mm-hmm. Got you. So, so as far as um, what ignited you to start your own business with wine? Was it just because of like like you said the country club again, or what? Where did, where did that passion come from? Just talk about how did you vision that idea and how did you bring it to life and any obstacles that was in your way or like just talk about that process of saying hey I really want to start this business and how did you do it? How did you get there? And talk about that for the listeners. So I originally wasn't planning to start a wine tasting business. Like, mm. this is not even what this was. Like, I was marketing myself as a bartender. I'm like, you know, if y'all need... And I really wasn't even marketing myself. I was mm-hmm. just like, you know, if y'all need a bartender for an yeah, event, let me know. Like, yeah. you know, I'll take some extra money. That's just what I'm on, right. you know? Hustle all day. <laughs> right. doesn't matter. So um, one of my good friends, one of my close friends hit me up. And she mm. was like, yo, like, I want to make a wine. Like, I want to make my own wine. And I'm just like, yeah, she wanted Mm. to make her own wine. And I'm like, yo, like, that's expensive. Like, Mm. I don't even know how we going to, I'm broke. Mm. (laughs) Okay? I stay by myself. I don't know what you want me to do. (laughs) But, um, so she was like, you know, you was the first person I thought of about this because, you know, you bartend and you work at a country club and all this other stuff. So, eventually, she turned into my business partner. Mm. So, I came to the conclusion, I was just like, look, like, in order to save up for this mm-hmm. project that you want to do, let's just do wine tastings. You know smart. what I'm saying? Like, Real let's do smart. something Real like that smart. to, you know, to kind of get the bag up, <laughs> yeah. you know, and then go and produce it, you know, make a whole little business account and do what you want to do. Yeah. So eventually that kind of fell through, but she's still my close friend. Mm-hmm. Still my close friend to this day. She's always rooting for me. She's mm-hmm. like, I'm so glad to see you walking in your purpose. But mm-hmm. what's crazy is I really think that she was God in that moment. Mm. Because you never know how he is them. You know. feel me? Because I have been always saying, like, I'm a procrastinator to mm. this day. I'm not even gonna sit here and lie. I'm late for everything. You Ain't see, nobody hits. perfect. <laughs> you nobody feel me? Perfect. So, like, I really think, like, I have been talking about doing a business mm. of wine relations or bartending and making business cards and doing all this, this, and that, but I had never got started. Mm. So, with her, I had got all the way to the point where. I had a very first event coming up and I had made a logo and I did all of this. Mm-hmm. And then when she dropped off, it was like, dang, like it's already out there. Like, mm. I gotta keep going. Right. You can't, I, like, I, oh I, man, I can't stop. stop. Yeah. Like, this is this is crazy. So once I finally got into that position at work, 
it was like, oh, now my whole mm. life is wine related. Right. This is crazy. Like <laughs> I should really keep now. going. You know what I'm saying? I should really keep going because now, you know, you're walking amongst a bunch of CEOs and and head people in Atlanta. It's like, yo, like this is networking, mm-hmm. like on on the low. Serious. Yeah, you're taking it seriously and you're really being put out there as a mm-hmm. psalm. So it's like you really need to take your business seriously now that it's out there. Mm-hmm. So that's really how my business got started. It was really just God, honestly. Okay. So how long how long has it um been up and running? Like from day one to where it's at now? Day one, I say I think I've had this business for maybe two years and mm. I took it seriously all of one. Mm. Damn. I'm not gonna lie. That's what I'm saying. Like the first year I was like, yo, like I was I was overwhelmed. I was mm. like, this is too much work. Like I don't know what I'm doing. Like mm. I can't this social media is too much, even to this day. I get flustered with social media. Yeah, I be like, yo, the game of entrepreneurship like, and starting your own business, man. This <laughs> algorithms, and I be like, yo, I can't, I can't do this shit. Like, I can't. Yeah, it <laughs> it's comes too with much. Yeah, but yeah. eventually, you know, I still get frustrated, mm-hmm. and I still like throw course, the phone across yeah, the room yeah. and be like, all right, bro, like I, I need to fast for mm-hmm. a day. Like, give me an hour mm-hmm. to not deal with this. But I mean, eventually, I just started taking it seriously, and mm-hmm. I was like, yo, like it's it's really not even about the money. Mm-hmm. It's really because I feel like African American people don't really know anything about wine. Hey, yeah, I, I can I understand it because it's just um, wine is kind of probably just seen as another avenue of just fun and getting drunk to some people. So they exactly. probably wouldn't indulge into it like how you are. Like some of the stuff you were just telling me, mm-hmm. I I never would have known that. And it's not really in our culture like that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's not really in our culture. So you just drinking liquor. That's what I'm saying. Like that's what you look <laughs> yeah. at. It, like oh, wine is wine, but. Once I started, once I worked at City Winery and I seen like people were just ignorant to the fact of wine, I was mm-hmm. just like, yo, like, this ain't cool. Mm. Like we should we should do better. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You got all these wines. So now you making here. me want to I wanna now really know what I'm drinking when it comes to wine outside yeah. of just uh the taste of it. That's mm-hmm. kinda how I usually choose a wine. It's just I need to taste it first and if I like the taste, then right. I'm cool with it. But now knowing there are so much intricate things inside of a bottle of wine. Yeah. I really want to. It's a complete story. Yeah, that's crazy. It's a story in a glass, literally. Like it's mm. a whole complete journey as to and you feel where good it the whole came time from. While you learning, huh? you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But I tell anybody, like I go to wine tastings with everybody. Mm. Like we usually have them at work from mm-hmm. like distributors or whatever. But and they'll for the most part be like pop ups, and mm. I may be hung over the next day, and they'll be like, "Oh, we got a tasting at four. and I'll be like. I can't even look at liquor right now, like, mm. but that's your job, so you right. don't have a choice. You in that you know world saying? now. So, yeah. like within your business, like, what what are some of the things that came in your way that, that, that probably would um that had discouraged you to say, all right, fuck all this, I'm not doing this no more. Yeah, I am done with doing this wine tasting things. So, what are some of those obstacles that came in your way? Just so whomever may be listening, they might want to start their own wine business or wine tasting or even create their own wine. So, mm-hmm. just talk about some of those things. I think honestly, the biggest thing that I've ever really encountered was. You know how people always get on social media and you have people, you know, that'll like it or you have, you know, maybe mm-hmm. two or three likes on a post or something mm-hmm. like that. I, people get really caught up in social media and it's yeah. really, really it's, it, easy. That's real. Mm-hmm. It's really easy. But I, I tell my best friend all the time because she does her thing on the side too. I'm like, yo, like keep posting. Mm-hmm. Like people going to see it, you know, and it, and it feels discouraging yeah. because it's like, dang, like ain't nobody liking it. Like what if they don't like this? What if they don't? You know, want to mm-hmm. do this, or what if they don't want to come? Like, right. no, <laughs> just push it as much as you can. And mm-hmm. if you really want this to work, and it's really for you, like it will work. It, it like, will. don't you have to? I'm literally creating my own lane. Mm-hmm. Like, there's not a lot of people I know 
and especially not a lot of African American people mm-hmm. I know that's doing wine tastings or that's even in the industry like that. You know, I never like you are the first one that I that came across my radar. Mm-hmm. I, it's like even indulging like the R and B and the wine tasting at the same time. Mm-hmm. I never seen nothing like it. It's probably yeah. something out there, but. Me personally, yeah. I never seen it, so I understand. I understand where you're coming from. With that. Like it's it's not a lot of people in the industry at all, so I feel like that that kind of pushes me a little bit more. Like honestly, mm-hmm. you just have to find something that's going to push you to do it. Mm-hmm. Like mine was okay. We may go to like a a trade show or something or mm-hmm. a portfolio tasting, and you got all these wine snobs in here, and you got all these people in here. And I look around, and I was literally like the only black person in here. And I was like, "Yo, like <laughs> this is scary." Yeah, I was yeah. like, "This is scary," but you can't. Look at anybody else but you. Mm-hmm. Like you literally have to like I'm I'm creating this lane of mine. This is mine. And mm-hmm. if you see somebody else with a tasting, just look at what you can do differently. Like right. just find something that's just gonna fuel you, you a just little bit more. Do you and folk and have tunnel vision on what you want tunnel to do? Because it's just like how I, t- I told somebody, um, in the industry of cosmetics, mm-hmm. down to lipstick, either you're gonna be Mac or you're gonna be Fenty. Like mm-hmm. they all in the same lane, but there's room for everybody, even with um sodas. You have cola, mm-hmm. you're gonna be Pepsi, you're gonna be Coke. Like there's room for everything in every lane and every industry. You just gotta really just stay focused, yeah. do what you do, and just stay true to yourself and make your shit pop. That's it's all on you at the end of the day. That's a fact. <laughs> yeah. And I, I mainly go off of vibes. Like mm-hmm. I'm just a vibe type of person. Man, like vibes everything. Exactly. So if you everything. got good energy, I'm like, yo, that's my friend over there. Like everything. he they don't even know it yet, but that's my friend. They're gonna be yeah. my best friend. They're not going anywhere. <laughs> They're stuck. But um, I go with vibes. So mm-hmm. my whole thing with my business was I'm just gonna create a, a bomb ass vibe. Mm-hmm. And like when you come here, you're gonna feel good, you're gonna eat good, you're gonna learn something, you're gonna drink good. Like we not, I'm like not gonna bother right you back. down. Yeah, I'm not gonna bother you down with no facts, because that mm-hmm. shit is boring. I feel I don't even want to study that stuff. shit. You know what I, mean? <laughs> yeah. I don't even want to study that. So why would I bother you with it? Yeah. And you're not even really that interested. You really just wanna drink. Mm-hmm. That's number one. <laughs> you, you really wanna it. drink. <laughs> and you really just wanna find what you like. You yeah, know what I'm saying? You got it so down fact. it's like, no, like I'm just gonna create this good environment and this good energy and it's good vibes so that's, 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 we could that's just dope man that's dope have a good time so at your wine tastings like so what do you I know um, it's a small fact when it comes to wine there are certain foods mm-hmm. that pairs great with the specific wine and there are some foods that just make the whole um, oh, thing just disgusting so mm-hmm. what are some good Pairs of wine to food, even with uh, I just like off the top, y'all used to seeing cheese and crackers and stuff. But outside, yeah. I'm talking about like actual meals actual and food. yeah. So what? So, what are some put put me on game? Okay, so we'll start with sweet. Let's so riesling or we just we not even gonna say moscato. We're gonna mm-hmm. say riesling. We're gonna mm-hmm. say kava. Mm-hmm. Um, sweet cut spicy. So if you eating anything hot mm-hmm. or if you have any spicy food or anything, drink a sweet wine mm-hmm. because. Say if you eat something hot and you put some sriracha on it and it's extra hot, mm-hmm. you're not going to drink a glass of red wine because mm-hmm. it's just going to make your mouth hotter. It makes no sense. Okay. You know? So yeah. sweet, cut, spicy. You know okay. what I'm saying? So think about that. So that's the rule. Sweet, cut, spicy. Yeah, sweet, gotcha. cut, spicy. So let's see. Next, um, blue cheese, for example. I blue, hate cheese. blue cheese. <laughs> I hate blue cheese, too. I hate that shit. But I don't <laughs> have no choice but to eat it sometimes. Yeah. So I'll be like, all right, I'll suck it up today. But blue cheese goes great with Malbec. Malbec mm. is another red wine. But mm. it's kind of like... Very creamy and Malbec is not really all that empowering, like overpowering. Mm. So it kind of just flows together. Or like let's say if you having like chicken and you have like some uh really creamy sauce, like some beurre blanc sauce, like mm. lemon butter sauce or something, you'll get Sounds like a so nice, good. you know what I'm saying? You'll get like <laughs> a nice 
creamy Chardonnay or a nice buttery Chardonnay um, that has a lot of oak on it. Because so when, sorry, not to cut you off. When you're like, saying like creamy and buttery inside mm-hmm. of wine, like like so that's <laughs> it's really just the flavor. It's okay. like okay, when you when you taste wine, like I'm a, I'm gonna let you taste that reason. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give, I'm gonna let you yeah, see what it I means. I'm gonna that. give you some flavors, and you gonna be <laughs> yeah. like, oh, I taste it. So what I mean by Chardonnay being buttery, it's just the flavor of it. Mm-hmm. Um, the more oak you put on it. The more buttery it's gonna be, the more toasty it's gonna be. You're actually gonna be able to taste the oak mm. in it. So is that, the oak is like when they age it inside of a, the barrel. The oak barrel. Okay. The oak barrel. So the longer they keep oh, it in the oak barrels, yeah, I see. I see. I'm like, ooh, I'm so. impressed. But no, the longer they put it in the oak barrels, yeah. the more oak it has on it, the more mm, buttery it gets. So I mean, they may have different types. Of so what oak, is that rule? Like you say, um, you said sweet. Cut. What you say? Sweet, sweet cut, cut spicy. spicy. So, what is their rule? What, what was the next one? What you just explained? Was there a title for a rule for that? Like when you say, no, nah, not really. You just okay. kind of want to pair the food with the wine. So, if you have something acidic like balsamic vinaigrette, mm-hmm. you would drink a Sauvignon Blanc because Sauvignon Blancs are very acidic. Okay. So, you kind of just want to, yeah, say right there, right there. You kind of just want to pair it together and yeah. make it just all flow in your mouth. Like you don't want to eat. Must say like a white flaky fish, and then you got like a heavy cab. It's just not gonna go. Mm. Like sometimes wine will make or break your meal, mm. and that's why people try to just really pick what's gonna be. So right. did you have to really like build your palate to certain things yes. like that, or was it just off rip? You just oh, I, I no. got this. Mm, and I'll time. tell you, either to this day, like when did I start this position? I started that position like last May. Mm-hmm. So it's only been a couple of months. I've really been in my position at work, and I'm I'm. I'm still learning every single mm. day. Like the more I taste wine, like at first, you know, we would go to portfolio tastes. I'm just knocking it back, you know, <laughs> just drinking. And right. then like, you know, my mentor, she put me on game and she was like, no, like I want you to taste these wines. I want you to remember them and I want mm. you to know what they taste like. So you were just not kind of paying attention while you Not really. Them. You know okay. what I'm saying? But you really have to do that. Like mm. you really have to build your palate up because mm. eventually once you get to these wine level tastings, they don't start blind tasting your ass. Mm. And you're so, gonna be sitting so, here looking when, stupid. So, what's that when you say they blind taste? Like, what is that? Blind taste like? you. So, basically, on the test, they'll pour you maybe two glasses of white wine, two glasses of red wine. So, you have to literally smell it, taste it, and you have to be able to spit facts. And you gotta be able oh, to tell man. what it is. Like, I, I'll tell you a story. So, it ain't got <laughs> nothing to do time. with me. <laughs> it got nothing to do with me. So, I was watching this show. I don't know how I came across it because I don't even watch TV like this. Mm. But um, it came on some. Network, but there was this guy, and he was like, "Yeah, like you, I didn't even know it was a wine show at first. Like it just knocked my whole socks up." Mm-hmm. So he was, he had a hangover. Like he was throwing up in the bathroom, had a hangover or whatever. So I'm like, "Damn, like bro, it's fucked up in here. Like that's crazy." Shit, so he went up. in the room, and he had like three master psalms, three master sommeliers, mm-hmm. and he had a blind tasting. So he had two white wines, two red wines, and basically he had 24 points to get. Mm. So he had to pass 24 <laughs> points. Damn. So he literally, like, every time he smelled it, he was, like, like about to throw up, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yo, like, bro, not going to make it, like, through this taste it. So he literally, he sniffed it. He was like, oh, ooh, acidic, uh, wheatgrass, fresh grass, uh, gravel. This is from Shit. Rhone Valley. I'm like, yo, first of all, you just sniffed it. You ain't even tasted it yet, bro. Like, you tripping. So then he tasted it. He was like, oh, 2013. This what? is from Rhone Valley. <laughs> da, da, da. I'm like, yo, he got 23 out of 24 points. Damn. I said, but how? So that means he literally spit out 23 facts about this wine and got them right. Damn. So he just, it's, it's, it's crazy. People's mm. palates and how you really have to build that up. Mm. Like so, it's nuts. So you can really, 
Like how he did. Are you at the point where you can? No. I'm going to tell you right now. No. <laughs> like literally. Not I, even one. Like, I can, what, is, what is one that you know that you know like I know my shit about this wine here? Like what is that wine? I think I can differentiate. Different, you know what I'm trying to say. We got you. We <laughs> I think got I can you. tell between yeah. all of the different types of wine and what they are. Mm. But when it starts getting real intricate, like, oh, this is Nebbiolo. This is mm. Barolo. This is, no, 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 no. We're not doing all that. Have I you can... had that experience before as far as the blind tasting? Have no, you... not yet. Oh, he ready Because I'm it? still at the beginning. Mm. So, no, I'm not ready for it. I'm well, nowhere near ready like for it. I'm not prepared for it, but are you yeah. just ready for that experience, like to try, to try it out? Yeah, but my thing is, <laughs> I'm, I'm my biggest critic. Mm. So when it comes to stuff like that, I want to get it right. I feel you. I don't want to be like, oh, this is Chardonnay. And they'd be like, bro, no, like this was Riesling. Like, what are you talking about? Which I'm pretty sure I wouldn't make that mistake now. Yeah. But yeah. before, like, you know, still learning about it and, and still you getting see, your Everybody's green at a certain point. Everybody's yeah. green. Yeah. It's like, yo, like, it, and that's where I'm at right mm-hmm. now. I'm still in my learning, my beginning stages. I'm never going to front like I know more than I do. See, I, I wouldn't be able to tell. Cause I guess it's, I don't know much, but what you're telling me, it seems like you you on game right now. I'm, like, I'm getting there. Yeah. I'm getting there. I can definitely say that. Mm-hmm. Like it's not something that's just coming out of the blue for me. Mm-hmm. Like I've been doing it for a little minute, so I can kind of mm-hmm. do it. So, you but, ever had one of those moments where you was doing your little wine tasting, and you just got so fucked up, and it was just over with for you? No. Damn. Oh, because I try not to. Like I take, but I'm not gonna lie. I do take a couple shots before I told you my nerves. My nerves right. get bad. I don't like. I'm outgoing, but mm-hmm. I hate talking in front of people, which is mm-hmm. crazy. My mom be like, "How did you even? How did you even start this?" It's, like, it's kind of a difference when you can be outgoing, but when you know for sure all the attention is on is you, on you. That switches it up a little bit, and it's like, yeah. oh shit. Cause now everybody, sure yeah, stupid. they <laughs> focus on you to tell them what's up. So right. it's like, I can, I can understand. So that. they're kind of focused on you. So it's like, I mean, the nerves shake after mm. about the second shot. You know, second shot. We can get in there. That, yeah, that yeah, shit yeah, yeah. Gold, but then man. we try to. I try to do icebreakers too, like mm. at the very beginning, because I need so explain sometimes. some of your icebreakers. How do how, how do you? What are some of your tactics to mm. get everybody cool, calm, and collective? Just go ahead and dig into this stuff. Honestly, first we gonna we gonna introduce ourselves because I want everybody like I don't do tastings over like ten people mm-hmm. um, because it's not a huge thing. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I don't feel like you can really you can teach. You want people. It to be intimate. Kinda? I want it to be very yeah. intimate. I want everybody to know each other. I want it to be a good vibe. Everybody can look around the room and have a you know mm-hmm. and and just enjoy everybody. Mm-hmm. So of course we gonna introduce ourselves at the beginning, you know, and then where it goes from there. Honestly, it just goes from there. Like sometimes it just be off the top of the dome. I'll be like, yeah. all right, y'all, like. I, I don't know. When... You exchange phones with that person, and then y'all <laughs> look on each other's social media, and then just start talking. I don't know, or go stand next to a different person, mm-hmm. and and you know talk about. So is that how about. most of your events go? Like I said, everyone is is it kind of structured? Like you know, okay, I want to do this every time, or is this off the fly? But with that, I guess just explain the experience of R and B wine tasting. Like let let them know, like if they do want to attend and sign up, what is the experience? They're gonna get from this event. So the experience, you're gonna get music, you're gonna get good food. Mm-hmm. Um, I usually we usually do like a champagne toast at the very beginning. We kind of do a prayer over the over the tasting at first. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> where it's kind of just like you know everybody, let's let's bless this food. We're gonna mm-hmm. have a good time. Um, if y'all have any questions, don't be scared to ask. Um, and then I kind of move into the tasting a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'll let um, people. You know, taste all the different wines. I probably had like maybe three or four. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we'll have food and we'll kind of just compare and contrast or whatever. I let people say whatever they got to say question-wise. Mm-hmm. You know, get it out. We'll mm-hmm. all talk about it, you know, half the time. I'm goofing around anyway because mm-hmm. that's me. But um, and then after that, we kind of go into like a a structured talk. Like mm-hmm. I used to have my friend Danielle and she's 
a phenomenal public speaker. Mm-hmm. So she'll come in and she'll just make up different stuff. And she'll say, hey, um, what's, what's, what's your favorite season? If you could be any season, what would you be? Mm. And they'll be like, oh, well, I want to be spring because I, I bloom in the, you know what I'm saying? Like, it'd just be different stuff. And and half of the time, the people that are there are dope-ass people, too. Mm-hmm. So it's like, damn, That's like, did dope. they just say that shit? Like, it just, you just have to really experience it. You got to yeah. be there to experience one, it. You got to be there to feel it. Yeah, you got to be there to feel it because I can't really give you the feeling. Because you can't like explain here, the vibe. You I can't explain energy. the vibe. You got to feel that energy. You know, I, you. I can just bring it to you. I can get you some good music, some good food. Mm-hmm. We're going to vibe out. Whatever wine you like at the end of the station, mm-hmm. you get a glass of that. Unlimited glasses as long as, you know, it's there. Y'all yeah, better pull up, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm coming to the next. So baby. I'm telling you, you I'm doing one for Valentine's Day. It's going to be okay. lit. It's okay. going to be lit. So um, what, what what keeps you going? This? Like, what, is your, what is your why for this and your motivation to say, okay, mm-hmm. I cannot... Stop doing what I'm doing. I gotta grow this business to where I wanted to grow, and I just can't look back and keep going. So, what keeps you in that in that mind space? Honestly, I I see my life mm-hmm. being way more than what it is now, mm. and I feel like my lifestyle that I want is hella expensive. Yeah. So okay. it's like, yo, you like, know. you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, yo, like you, you, you need these extra mm-hmm. incomes. You know what I'm saying on the side. So it's like, yo, dig into everything you can, and if you can. Spread knowledge and make money at the same time. It's a win-win. And you know what I'm saying? It's a win-win. Like, why not? Why not give somebody a good-ass vibe? Why not share your vibes with other people? Right. Like, I can't do that. I can't do that shit through social media all the time. You know, like, sometimes mm-hmm. you just got to be by you me. You got to be there. To feel it. You, you know what I'm saying? Through technology. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, sometimes I, I just want you to feel it. So, I mean, my why is just keeping it pushing. I don't like to fail. Mm-hmm. I don't like to fail. So Are you I'm scared like, of failure? No. Good. I'm not scared of failure. Great. <laughs> I failed a lot of times in life. And I think that's what keeps me going. I'm like, yeah. yo, like, you've procrastinated so much in life. Mm-hmm. You've done that already. Mm-hmm. Like, let's do something different. Like, if you're going to do this, do this full out and, and be bomb at it. Mm-hmm. Like, if you created this lane for yourself, keep going through that right. fucking lane. You like, why not? You take risks sometimes. We're not taking you risks. Have I don't to. know what you're doing. Exactly. You never do nothing if you don't do that, man. Exactly. Every time I throw an event, it's... Mm-hmm. it's creating a risk. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's me taking that risk like okay, I don't know if anybody going to show up. I don't know if anybody fucking with it for real. Mm. But you we got, gonna you make got, it work. You gotta throw yourself out. Does he get you get nervous for every event? Is it everyone you still get those jitters? Has it ever changed or is it everyone you know I got to shake this off real quick? Nah, no, nah, okay. I think it comes every every time uh, I have an event. I'm like, "Oh shit, I got to talk in front of people." I'm scared. I guess that's your baby though. So it's like yeah, this is your little... You want people to enjoy themselves, you want people yeah, to have fun. Yeah. So it's like, damn, like but I I personally think I throw really good parties. Mm-hmm. So mm. I think my tastings be lit, and and they do be lit for the most part because it usually turns into a party afterwards anyway. So oh, so after the old that's usually how wine and dining the good after the wine dining the motivation we like lit. okay cool you know <laughs> and I picked Sundays because I just felt like you know you you winding down off of a, a long week that you just had mm-hmm. and you getting ready for a new one yeah. so take these couple of hours out to just have some self care and to just chill out for a minute and just get your mind back to where you needed to get. Mm. And then this way tomorrow on Monday, you ready to go. Mm. So how, I mean, how long do they usually last? About two, three hours. That's not bad. I started like maybe five. Going to have a good time, get educated, get fucked up. Early. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? A little early, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> get some time for people to, you know, still get to bed early yeah. if they want to leave, seven, eight o'clock. Yeah. If you want to stay, cool. I'm off on Monday, so mm. I'll be oh, good. Man. You know, I'm good on that. Pull up, man. It's right. Lit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good on that. Yeah. So, I mean, just, just within this journey, um, has it... Like affect you anyway mentally. Like does it give you a lot of mental oh, yeah. stress? And so how do you deal with your mental stress when it comes to this? As far as like, do you meditate, take walks, like scenery? Like how does how do you get through that mental toughness Man. of running this business? I I'll say this. 
it's it's not even just the business. It's it's work too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just because my whole life is really revolved around wine. Mm-hmm. It's like it's stressful at work because you got people that's really judging you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They're kind of judging you and they're trying to figure out what you know and what you don't know instead of just taking what you know just because they feel like they know more than you. Mm-hmm. So that's already a mental struggle. Mm-hmm. So then you trying to do your business outside of it. It's yeah. just like, oh, man, now you, you know, you you doing something extra. Yeah. So, I mean, I work out a lot mm-hmm. for the most part. Um, I try to meditate. Mm-hmm. I usually try to wake up at like 6 a.m. in the morning, mm-hmm. turns into like 7. Right. You know, because I, I usually roll around maybe 9.30. You never know how I feel that you day. I don't know. I might have had a rough day. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I try to meditate early in the morning, but I, I literally wrote down a prayer. Mm. I wrote down a prayer. And it literally has everything, like, to friends, family, myself, my mental health, my peace. Like, mm-hmm. you know, genuine love around me. Like, I, I say that every day before so I walk out like the door. So it's like your mantra you say every yeah. day to get you going? Yeah. I say it every day before I walk out the door. Mm-hmm. And if I don't say it before I walk out the door, I literally got to walk back in the house. Like, no, bro, you hey, did not start your day right. Like, right. <laughs> you got to start again because this this whole day is going to be fucked uh. up. Like, no, we got to <laughs> do this again. But I also have, like, a um, affirmations that mm-hmm. are kind of just geared towards me. Mm-hmm. And you know my procrastination or whatever my weaknesses and whatever my strengths are. So you know I always try to talk to myself nice. You mm-hmm. know talk to myself nice in the you. mirror. Like okay, bitch. You know self talk. You gotta <laughs> yeah. pull yourself to the side. Like okay, <laughs> this is what we are. You know you yeah. a queen. Act as such. You know stuff I like got that. You. Yeah. But um, affirmations and prayer is really what gets me through it. Mm-hmm. Like I just feel like anything that doesn't bring you clarity, mm-hmm. you know, and it brings you confusion, it's not for you. Mm. So I like that. I I'm like just that. like, yo, if I'm confused at this moment, this this can't be for me. Let me mm-hmm. let me wait for a minute. Let me put this to the so side. So how long do you give yourself to like to actually decide this is not for me before you just say I right, it's done? Because it could be for you. You can say it it's could. done. You miss out on the whole opportunity. So how it you... depends though. It just depends on what it is. Just like a if hit I'm miss. just yeah, it's a hit or miss. And sometimes mm-hmm. it's a vibe too. Like mm-hmm. sometimes it's energy and you could just feel it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. mm, I ain't really feeling this. <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't really, I don't really want to do this. I don't really right. feel like this is going to benefit in yeah. any type of way for anybody. But, I mean, sometimes you do have to give it a chance. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the most part, I give everything a chance at first. Oh, that's, that's a good thing. And then if I'm too to confused, yeah. if I'm too confused, I'm like, nah. That's over with. Yeah, I, I got to ditch it because I'm be sitting here thinking about it for so mm-hmm. long. But then at that point, you just got to pray about it and you just got to. Yeah, sometimes if I'm on something for too, too long, at a certain point, I'll give myself a five-second rule. Yeah. Well, no, five-minute rules. So I'm giving myself five more minutes to think about it. Go through the emotion, this and that. But after that five minutes, yeah. whatever that decision is, you have to stick with it. And that's how I just not let myself that's get too deep That's a good thing to do. Whatever it is. And it's like, whatever happens, hey, it's on you. But right, right, right. that five-minute rule set me with a lot do. of decisions, man. Because I'd be thinking about something for days. That's yeah. how I used to be until I start, you know, discipline myself like mm-hmm. that. Like, after those last five minutes, let it go, man. Yeah. Just whatever you decide, that's what it's going to be. So there's it's, it's many ways I got to get through what I go through. Well, I mean, I, what are your ways? I mean, they may be able to help me. I, I meditate. Okay. Um, either I soak in a hot bath and read a book, or oh. it's, a, um, it's a lake around here. I go to that lake. I sit there and just mm-hmm. taking some fresh air and watch the view. Or I just, like, every day, I make sure I step outside and just leave my phone in the house and step mm-hmm. outside and just breathe and just look at stuff. Because that's sometimes... We forget how blessed we are and just yeah, be thanks. thankful with the smallest things that's around us. And that's what grounds me back on a daily basis. Just go right. outside and just forget it. Like, hey, I might be going through X, Y, and Z, but mm-hmm. somebody somewhere else is homeless. Somebody somewhere right. else is starving. Somebody else ain't got no car. It's always somebody who got it worse than you. Always. That's what I have to else. remember. I remember that too. I'm like, yo, like, 
you stressed out about this. Like mm-hmm. you, it's somebody else who ain't got none of this. Nothing. Like they you, would doubt it being your exactly. Position. Like you got to be grateful for stuff like that. Exactly. And sometimes your humbling experiences don't come in big packages. Sometimes right. they're really, really small. Mm-hmm. Like it'd be the tedious, smallest little thing, and I'd be like, dang. Like yep. I just sat here and complained about this for twenty minutes. And it's somebody over here that's probably looking at me like you ungrateful right. bitch. Yeah, like shut God, your ass right. up, man. I ain't got what? <laughs> right. Yeah, I killed man. for that. And this is what you complaining about? Yeah, man. So it's like a, just having a peace of mind and just being mm-hmm. really um mentally stable. That's a top priority that's I know in thing. my life. Cause without that, you can't really can't operate even even when that's. it deals with family too and friends. Sometimes you need your space from everybody. That's. I know. Without family, you really don't have nothing, but sometimes they'll stress you out too. So yeah. you got to compartmentalize everything you're going through and just get that good peace of mind and Facts. focus on what you got going on. Even with me, it's like um, when I was in the military, we used to have to dig foxholes in the ground and just sleep in them. So I just took <laughs> that and brought it back here. When I need yeah. to just get away, I just tell people, go in your foxhole and just cut everybody off yeah. and just focus on you for a good little hot little minute. Yeah. And it, it helps so much. I yeah. promise you, man. Just taking nah, that time to yourself, man. I tell people everything. that all the time. Like, even my mom. Like, mm-hmm. you know, she she stresses out about work all the time. I'm like, girl, call out. Mm-hmm. Like, don't you. Because them folk don't care about they you. Don't, they don't care about you. And then it's going to run whether or not you're here or not. Right. So, and if like. You leave, they got some applicant yeah, ready right there. That shit ain't going to stop because you ain't there. Like, right. I ain't going to lie. I done did it a couple times. Mm-hmm. But it's like, if you really are having a mental breakdown and, and, my managers are so good on that. Mm-hmm. Like they'll be like, That's I'll be good. like, yo, like, and I've never had a job like this to where they actually gave a shit about me. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I feel like my Those managers. Are hard to come by. That's what I'm saying. My managers and my mentors, they actually give a shit. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yo, like Should if you need a day, no, for real, like, <laughs> and I don't, I don't, I don't give my, I don't give my managers enough credit. I don't get enough. <laughs> I really get them hell for the most part. But yeah. um, they, they have worked with me through the years because I done had a couple of breakdowns at mm-hmm. work. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just and like, why yo, was like, at work? I mean. While I'm at work, I mean, I could just be having the shittiest day, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, y'all, I don't want to serve. Like, I can't, I can't do this. I have an attitude. I don't want to bring this energy to you. Mm-hmm. Or like the very last one I had before I transferred into the wine steward mm-hmm. position, it was like I had the worst breakdown because I was just done. Like mm-hmm. honestly, if they didn't switch me over, I probably would have got fired. I'm not Damn. gonna lie to you. It at was least that you're bad. keeping it real with them, though. Cause nah, for real. You, the people who you employ, they. The people in the background, they they really don't build your brand X Y Z. It's the people who the customers actually see face to face. That's how your brand is getting built. So like I said, if you got an attitude going out yeah. there, I look vote. like a mad ass black woman. I was a stereotype. I was. Damn. That's what I looked like. You keeping it, honey? And, and that's cool with me. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, and I keep it real with them. Though. And I used to email them like, "Yo, like I please just give me like three days. Mm. I can't. I literally can't come to work this week. Like, if y'all want me to be any good and y'all don't want to, please." That's a good I, understanding I, Mentally, yeah, they man. do. That is great. And they're amazing for that. And I be telling everybody that. I'm like, yeah, if y'all need a day, take that day. Mm. Mental health is important. And a lot of people don't take care Especially of that. Especially in the black community. It's like people are, you go to the doctor to get your arm fixed if it's broke. Mm-hmm. If you got a cold, get your chest looked at. But you don't go to check on your brain. Like I I have a, I have a counselor. I see it used mm-hmm. to be once a week. Then we slow it down to twice a week. And now I just go once a month. But it's on a regular. Like I have to... That brought me so much peace just yeah. to go talk to somebody else who is not going to be judgmental, yeah. not going to be biased, and they really have good input mm-hmm. on what you're going through in life. So, Big like, thing. people aren't people need to go and get a counselor. No, too. seriously, just, it's, it's worth it. It might cost money, but what is more important in your mental health? You spend money on shoes, clothes, mm-hmm. investing in yourself. That's right. investing in yourself too. Yeah, self care too. Mm-hmm. All of that, even if it's something as little as getting your nails done, that's peaceful. 
Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. get, get, a, get a pedicure. That's peaceful. <laughs> right. Get your feet rubbed on. You done worked all day, right. all week. I mean, <laughs> it's the same thing, but mm-hmm. a lot of people don't think that that's You got to get your peace, how you get your peace, man. You got to. You got to. And I think, honestly, wine might be my peace. Mm. I think I can, I can, I think I can say that. So wine when you got to wind down, you really drink some wine and wine. Yeah, down. and you chill. <laughs> and, it, and it just literally, like, you take that first sip and it just does mm-hmm. something. Like it's not like liquor when it turns you up. You like prefer it, to drink in the morning or the evening or at night. Like what is your peak time where I just this, this to you. morning? I drink all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that. It's just your real job. Alcoholic though. shit. I mean, so, I mean that's what you're doing. So I yeah, mean, I, you know, I'm mimosas in the morning. Mm. You know, wine in the in the afternoon. You know, mm, in the evening time right. before I go to bed, I get a glass and it just puts me to sleep. Hey, yes, yeah, so you get, getting going, getting a good night's rest is important as well, man. And I don't, I don't get that either, though. Really? I, I, and I can't even function off of no sleep, so I don't get mm-hmm. how people do that shit. Yeah, but, I deal with insomnia sometimes. I have my methods of yeah. getting through it. Right, you know, right, right. But <laughs> see, I, I, that next when I don't get, I, I'll be up all night. Mm-hmm. Like when I, when my, when my doctor told me is this: when you um, like kind of dealing with insomnia, your brain is kind of. Locked out throughout the day because you're so focused on what you're doing. So mm-hmm. by the time you actually lay down, your brain, your body knows to shut down. But that's when your brain is is catching up to you. All the oh. thoughts you should have been thinking about, or you want to think right. about that you blocked out because you focus on work. Right. That's when it comes, and that's what causes like parts sense. of insomnia because you really not you didn't give yourself time to think none of the right. day because you're so focused on what you're doing. So your mind you, is racing. Yeah. So yeah. once I lay down in the bed, if I don't get myself right, yeah, 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 yeah. I'll be up all night. That's how mine yeah, is too. Yeah, My mind man. just races, and I I think I'm just thinking, I just think about all the stuff I gotta do. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh man, I gotta do this, I gotta do that. Yeah, and, and that's, then those are thoughts that come. After a while, I'm just like, yo, I just put everything down. I get overwhelmed, and I'm like, mm-hmm. yo, I'll do this shit tomorrow. Like, I'm right. not, I'm not doing this. That's good. Wine might be a little put yeah, you to sleep. So, yeah. well, um, so what's your brand? What you got going on? What do you not not your end goal, but what do you see it going? Like, what is your vision to to put a next step? Like what do you what do you what do you what do you see yourself going with that? Honestly, I feel like the sky is really the limit, mm-hmm. and I haven't really even thought yeah, of an end goal. Mm-hmm. Like I haven't I haven't thought of that, and I feel like that's crazy saying that because some mean, people no, not really because you're not because uh. I feel like with events and stuff like that, it can it can really it can go real far. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I it you just never know. I never mm-hmm. know where I can take this. Like mm-hmm. it's so many different avenues. That I can do mm-hmm. when it comes to wine, like you can do tastings, you can do big events, like you know wine passing, and mm-hmm. you know you can go distributors, you can be well, a at distributor. At least you got a good handful of things that you know you can do. Yeah, yeah, you can do a lot. You still, you still, you, you still make your own wine. Y'all need to still do that. Maybe. Might take some time, maybe. but go ahead and put it in the works, man. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> I, I think about it. Yeah, I think about it, but I think I think I'm work. thinking more expense wise. But and then not even expense wise. Like I just I want it to be good quality. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm, I'm gonna make quality, a good wine, man. yeah. If I'm if I'm making a good wine, I want that shit to be good as fuck. Yeah, like I hear like some even with people um who making their own liquor and stuff. Like it takes years to get mm. the actual first product. Exactly. But, but y'all that, pushing it out here like this, and I'm like, but how? Like that's not they can't. I don't man, understand. That's when it takes time to do it. But that 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 patience is a virtue for mm. real. Once you just be patient and just wait for your time and wait mm. for whatever to happen. You're gonna be good in the long run. People like we nowadays just search for so much instant gratification. Yes. I'm on this now, I'm on that now, and this now. Temporary pleasures. Yeah, and... you're gonna put out either some whack ass product, some malnourished stuff, or you just be and patient. And it's gonna flop. Man, 
flop crazy. Exactly. Man. And yeah. it's and it's not gonna do right. So if I was to do something like that, I'd probably have to invest in it and mm-hmm. I probably wanna do it, you know, one of one of these days. Yeah, one of these I days. And I would it. want it to age for a couple of years. Too. Oh yeah. But that's my problem. I'm 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 a little impatient sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if I'll be I don't Being I don't want to you gotta practice that though. That's just I something do, you gotta practice. But yeah. that's not something that I wanna play with though. Mm-hmm. I, I think I would have to work a little bit more on my patience before mm-hmm. I start something like that. Because mm-hmm. I have a I'd be like, Oh man, it's been a year. Take it out. Don't worry about right. it. Just, just, <laughs> it's good. Don't worry about it. So I think I gotta work on that a little right. bit more before I start trying yeah. to do wine like that. But I mean, you never know. Yeah. So with um like, so what would you tell somebody who's trying to get into the wine industry or start their own wine or whatever to make to take that leap? Like what piece of advice would you give them that you learned throughout your journey to keep them focused or actually to get them to actually do it? So what would you tell them? Just don't be scared. Mm. Like it's so many, it's so many people in the world mm-hmm. and so many people really take it seriously. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people just, you know, they'll take that level one and they don't go that far because mm-hmm. either it's expensive or, you know, it's it's just a lot to study. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. But I would say just don't get discouraged. Don't mm-hmm. get caught up in how much work it's actually going to take to be good at mm-hmm. what you do and and actually be a song mm-hmm. and and just keep going. And, be pa- and I wouldn't say necessarily just be patient with it, but I would just say, you know, just, just take your time. Like That's don't good. rush it. Because I feel like at the beginning, I was trying to rush it, and I thought I was going to know everything right then and there. Mm-hmm. And people would ask me questions, and I would just feel so So what humbled you and set you down? Do you um, know? Or it just came, that it just, the, the transition just came I about? I think <clears throat> I had a member, you know, try to try to ask me for some wine, and I was like, shit, I don't know nothing. Mm, do I don't it. know what's <laughs> in this book. I don't know how to say this shit. Gotta I don't do know it. none of this. Gotta and he it. was one of them high-end members that mm. knew his shit. So I and and me already him. look black girl in a suit. Yeah. It's like he already waiting on me to fail. So I'm like, mm-hmm. hmm, I gotta know something. I gotta sit down. I gotta study. I gotta you know so that mm-hmm. I can come back and be like, oh hey, huh? what did you want now? You mm-hmm. want something from right. Italy? You right. want what, you know what, what I'm you saying? Say now? Uh, yeah, what you say? You, oh right. well, I'm here now. Okay, you see me now. Okay, you're listening. <laughs> yeah, okay, great. Yeah, that's good. That's so you good, know, man. I think that really humbled me. But I mm-hmm. tell anybody, just keep going. Like no matter how much work it's gonna actually take. To either start your business or you don't know what niche you want to be in or where mm-hmm. you want to go, just try different stuff. Put your mm-hmm. hands on everything. You know, yeah, look I'm at listen to that advice. Yeah, look at look at distributors and see how they work. And if mm-hmm. you don't like that, be a server. Mm-hmm. Work at a restaurant and see how they work. Watch a couple TV shows. Man, gotta, listen to some podcasts. Like just man, you know, hey, y'all would be listening. That's, that's the same advice I get somebody. No, you gotta really real. do your research and you have to pay attention to who's done it before you and you how they to. doing it. And just you gotta put your own flavor on it and just you do it to. your way. But if you're not doing no research or watching, if you videos, just want to call man. yourself a song, like it's cute. Until mm. somebody really hits you with a real question, and it's like, right. oh shit! You don't take this shit out your bio, real right? Quick. <laughs> and then it's gonna be like, okay, let me let me go back and actually learn something because, yeah. like I said, that's how I was. I thought mm-hmm. I was just gonna instantly get it, and I'm taking my test in March, mm-hmm. my level one test mm-hmm. to be. Um, it's an introductory course, mm-hmm. and then the next one is a certified song. Mm-hmm. That's level two. Yeah, I already passed. So, watch. Yeah, I yeah, mean, I I'm I'm claiming it now. I'm mm-hmm. like, yo, I, I passed this test already, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, so that's nerve wracking in itself. So studying for that, that's how much I'm just like, yo, like. You, it's mm. easy to get discouraged when you see mm. how much yeah. really goes into one fucking bottle of wine. But once you get there, it's going to feel but so great. Exactly. Like once you actually know what you're reading, because mm-hmm. a lot of people also get discouraged reading no damn bottle. Because mm-hmm. they'll be like, I don't know how to say none of this. I don't know where this is. The what? The, why is the year on this bottle? Mm-hmm. I don't even understand. Like, But once you really research it, 
You got it. I understand that. that that's a good advice. Hey, now before we go, I got to taste. Uh, how do you say it? Uh, it's Riesling. 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 Right, so, so this is a sweet wine. Right, so give me right, give me right. No, 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 give definitely, right. definitely. Give me right. So a lot of people's go to is Moscato. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to gear people away yeah, see, from I Moscato. Need some, I need some you know, new, new things in my this life. This is Riesling. So basically, this is like fruit in a glass. So what am I? So what am I about fruit. to expect when I? So taste basically. This? When you when you taste wine, well yeah, taking the process time, of properly how to taste this wine. Right. I've seen people doing right, right, smell right. in the. So next time when you have a wine glass, you know. Mm-hmm. So next time you take oh, it, yeah. and you swirl it around, and uh-huh. they do that to to basically get air into mm-hmm. the wine. You know what I'm saying? Let it air I'm out a little bit it because it's been. Though, a, little you can do it a little bit. It's working. Okay. It's working. So you get the air then. You aerate it, you know. So then next you're supposed to sniff. You just you're really supposed to stick your whole nose in the glass. Stick your face in the glass. Just. And so basically with Riesling, it's going to be a sweet wine. You're going to get um, a lot of acidity. Mm. You're going to get um, a lot of fruit. Like, what do you... And then once you taste it, it's like a bowl of fruit in a glass. You get peaches. You taste a little bit of lemon, lime. You know That's what I'm good. saying? You see? <laughs> yeah. I can you throw this back. <laughs> That's what I'm That's saying. Good. So I think... You know, once you go to a lot of high-end restaurants, I try to gear people away from Moscato because mm, a lot of right. high-end restaurants are not going to have Moscato mm-hmm. on their menu. You know, mm-hmm. they may. It's cute, you know, whatever. Yeah, you know, but I want you to actually, yeah let's, yeah, let's 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 do something different if you like sweet wine. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Go to Kava. Go to Riesling, you know. Riesling's great. Wine connoisseur over here. Man. You know, Riesling is amazing. Like, I drink Riesling. It's for it's very crisp. Mm-hmm. Uh has a lot of yellow apple flavors, a lot of peaches, um, a lot of fruit, lemon lime, like I said. But... It's great for a nice spring day, mm. summer day. Mm. You know, so what is sitting outside, right now, chilling. What is your recommended wine for this season and what's going on now? So what is, like you tell it's funny, ask you right now, what is a good wine to get right now? What would you recommend? Mm. Bottle-wise or just the type? Because I, like, it just, I can't really recommend wine because it's, mm. it's, it's different. Like, when people be like, okay, so... What do you like? Like, give me give me something. Like, my palate is completely different from yours. Yeah. So if I like a red wine, if I like a Pinot Noir, you may not like that shit. Mm-hmm. And you may be like, oh, this is gross. But mm-hmm. you may taste Chardonnay and be like, this is great. I fucking hate Chardonnay. Mm. So you may think it's the bombest shit in the so world. So no recommendation. You just got to You know, you just have to taste it. That's why I'm yeah. always like, when people be like, oh, I want to go to a taste. I'm like, come with me. Mm. You can always come to a taste with me. I'll be mm. like, come on, we're going to figure out what you like and what you don't like. You gotta, you and if you didn't like now. none of the wine that we tasted, now you know what you don't like. Mm-hmm. So when it's, whenever you go to a restaurant, you know not to order that shit. Yeah, because it's been sometimes I just want to try shit and it's so either bitter or it just should be nasty as hell. So, so I'm I on say, up on game, so yeah, like I say, right. anybody, anybody can come to a tasting with yeah. me. We, we can go. Okay, okay, okay. Anytime. So for the listeners, tell them um where they can find you on social media, websites, mm-hmm. anything. Just tell them how to how to reach you. So website wise, my website is rmbwinetasting.com. Mm-hmm. You know, just got that up and running. I see. And then um, my personal social media is Conceited Much. Mm-hmm. Um, and then RMB Wine Tasting is the IG handle. And for Facebook as well. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So like I said, man, this was a great conversation yeah. we had. I really appreciate you for coming through. Of course. And make sure all my life is out here, man. Y'all keep it pushing. Uh, like you say, if you wake up tomorrow, keep going. Don't quit. Defeat tomorrow. And this is Live House Podcast. And y'all have a good day, man. We out.